All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Mentor Nation podcast. It's your host, John Abbas, coming to you live from a different place. I am sorry about this lighting. Uh, we are in the middle of moving. We moved out of our old place. We've been building a house for almost the last year, uh, but there's a little bit of a gap. And right now I am in a timeshare. We own a timeshare just outside of Nashville. And the lighting here is absolutely terrible. So if you are watching this interview, I am sorry for really crappy lighting. Uh, just could not get it how I wanted it, no matter what angle I use. So I want to apologize, but that's okay because today's episode is still going to be fire and I know you guys are going to love it. So if you are here for the first time listening, I want to welcome you to the Mentor Nation podcast. All that I ask is if you get value out of this interview, just hit that subscribe button. Whether you're watching it on YouTube or listening on Apple or Google, just hit the subscribe button so that you get notified every time I release an awesome episode. If you are returning, I want to welcome you back. I have another exciting episode for you today, and I want to get right to it. So today's guest She's an absolute rock star. You know, Chris Colley is a highly successful lifestyle entrepreneur. Now, here's what I mean by lifestyle entrepreneur. She runs a very sick, actually multiple successful businesses, multi-million dollar companies, but she also has an incredible family life. She designed and built her companies around her life. She gets to be a mom. She gets to travel the world. And she also gets to contribute to the community while running multiple successful businesses. And I just, I love interviewing people like that. She owns several companies, including a highly successful book publishing company. And she's been featured in every major publication out there in her 20 plus year career. She has helped over 150 thousand entrepreneurs learn how to take their abilities and their knowledge and turn them into businesses. In today's episode, Chris talks about just the exact steps for taking your wisdom that you've gathered over the course of your life, whether you think you do or you don't have anything valuable to teach, you might change your opinion after this interview. But she helps people take the information that is inside of here that you have accumulated over your life. And she shows you the exact steps for turning it into a thriving business by helping other people solve their own problems. Now, again, some of you may not think that you know enough to help someone else in their own life. Well, Chris is going to explain why you might be wrong and how to overcome the imposter syndrome that stops so many people from ever making money by helping other people. And I'm excited about this interview because we are truly in the gig economy. More and more people are looking for ways to be able to earn money, a full-time living, but be able to do it remotely from home while traveling, while spending time on a camp with family on a camping trip. And that's what we talk about here today. So this is just a great episode with Chris. So sit back, pay attention and enjoy the show. So Chris, I want to be the first to welcome you to the Mentor Nation podcast. Um, it's just, I'm excited for this interview and it's a pleasure to have you on today. Thanks for having me here today. I'm super excited to be here. Absolutely. So I have to tell you before we start, um, I was researching you and I was listening to an interview on YouTube um, last week and I got fired up. Like you have a, like a massive amount of energy and so much excitement in just the way that you talk and the way that you teach. 
Um, it's freaking contagious. And I don't know if you know that, but it is. It's awesome. Thank you. I guess if you love what you do, it's easy, right? That's a, it's a lot easier. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And after the storm that you just went through for you to have that level of excitement today is, is all the better. So for everybody listening today, um, Chris Colley is an expert at showing people how to monetize what they know. Uh, she is the owner of Game Changer Publishing. She's helped over 150,000 people take the knowledge that they have within and just bring it out to the world. Now, now, Chris, I, I really want to focus this interview, if it's okay with you, on just how to make money with your knowledge and expertise. You know, more specifically, why it's a better way to make money, why it's more fulfilling, uh, how it makes more of an impact, and just the steps for going about getting started. Because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. You know, like I was telling you before the interview, a lot of us were doers, right? We're building businesses, we're in the trenches, we're running things, but we know that there's another side to it, you know, helping other people. I know anytime I've ever taught, whether it's my kids or someone else, there's just a gratifying feeling there. And I'd love to know how to get started. But first, I just, I would love to hear a little bit about your story. You know, what do you, like, how did you get started as an entrepreneur and what evolved into leading what you do now? You bet. You bet. Well, just like everybody, you know, I have my own, my own uh, business. I had a real estate business, a real estate mm. investing business, and we were doing it um, in multiple marketplaces. And um, one time I got invited to kind of what started the whole monetizing my knowledge thing. I got invited to speak at something called Learning Annex in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Many, many years ago, um, got pretty popular. They had like the Donald Trumps and the Susie Ormans, the George Foremans of the world. Um, but I started speaking with those guys. And um, it's interesting. I was doing, and I think it asked me to kind of come on staff and do some teaching and some classes. So I started doing these monthly classes and it was really interesting to me. Um, more than people asking about the, of course they had questions about real estate investing and how and what and where and all that sort of thing. But the big thing that really hit me was people kept coming up at the end of it, asking me, do you do any type of consulting? Do you do coaching? How did you get started doing what you do? How do you start to speak? How do you become an expert? And I was kind of like, expert? I'm just like, I'm just kind of paying it forward and helping you guys out. <laughs> Share my knowledge. What do you mean expert? Right? Like, what yep. are you talking about, right? Well, that was like 23 years ago. Uh, well, 1998. So yeah, it's been almost 23 years. So, wow. um, and I thought, wow, that's interesting. Like every single class, all these people, I was there for like two hours later answering these types of questions. So it got me thinking like, what if I took all of my knowledge and put it into a, um, like a, a course or just something, something online, you know, I started researching back then we had books and tapes, you know, people would come to these seminars, they'd sell books and tapes. And I was like, what's that thing called where they have those tapes and those CDs in like, yep. you know, I, even, it was like, I was like Googling all these weird, like clamshell, like what's that <laughs> called? Like how do I make my own books and tapes? Right. And, and all these sort of things. I mean, it took me much, honestly, it'd be honest it took me three years to figure it all out because I just didn't know. I didn't know where to start. Right. Right. Um, right. And so long story short, I did figure it out, created a course. And I kept getting invited to speak at other events, other events, other events. And I started selling this $797 course. And quite frankly, I'll be honest with you. I mean, there were events where I'd make 20, 30, 40,000. And my best wow. day, I did 150,000 in sales. And I kind of went, huh, that was sort of my, that first six figure day, I went, whoa. <laughs> like I just made more in a day than, than I would make in a year doing this at a job. Right. That's, that's... Um, and I wasn't a job girl to start with, but I right. worked a job before and I'd been a consultant before and I was kind of, wow, this is, this is incredible. 
So, and what was really, what really hit me and what I really thought, wow, this is great is I did the work once. I created this, this information, this online information. Back then we had eBooks, right? Mm -hmm. And then I turned it into a physical product where we sold it online. And then I started selling it at events and I started doing my own events. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Like people will pay to learn from other people who've been where they want to go. So that really like lit my fire um, started doing webinars back then, back in the day, you know, we got up to where we had like a thousand people on a webinar. Uh, we had our own events and, and then, you know, what's really funny about this is it kind of came full circle. Then at the end of these events, many times at the end of these events, or you coach people through success, they have success. The, the question they always ask at the end is how do I do what you're doing now? I'm a success. Now I'm a successful investor. How do I write a book? How do I write yep. ebooks? How do I have a course? How do I speak? How do I, how did you get invited to speak here or there or um, Cornell, all these you know places? How, how did that happen? And I thought every single time people want to, they, once they, it hits them and the light bulb goes off and they have some success and they're like, I'm an expert. I'm doing this. I'm doing well at it. I'm making money. I can show others. They always wanted to know that. So we started helping people. We were doing infomercials at the time um, and selling a $25 book on TV, right? But it really wasn't about the book. The book was driving to a back-end coaching program or consulting program. And so, um, you know, people were asking, how, are, how is this? How does this happen? How do you do that? That sort of thing. So we started helping people. We started consulting and doing coaching um, and started helping other people create their own programs. And what we realized about, it took us a few years to realize this, but that every single client who had a book was more successful than the ones who did it. And I guess just because they have more authority, they have more credibility, it was easier to market them, they have more influence because they had an audience. And then social media came about and it was like, man, this is this is like a dream come true. All the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. Man, so, that's awesome. Man, that's awesome. Pretty yeah, cool we have, yeah, we have a lot to unpack. Actually, I'm so sorry. I think it's echoing a little bit. Is it echoing for you? I don't something? hear an echo on my Okay, end. great, great. Yeah. So there's a lot I want to unpack in what you just said. My first question that came to mind is, is what made you decide to coach people on how to do what you did versus thinking how, like starting a program on how to become a real estate investor? Is there a reason that you made that decision versus going the real estate route? Absolutely. Well, I did go the real estate route. Mm. So I was helping them be successful investors first. Right. Uh, and we had low ticket offers, everything from a class, $150 class, all the way up to a $10,000 real estate buying tour, right? Gotcha. So we had low ticket and ticket. However, I started helping people do what I was doing for free, just as a courtesy, kind of helping them. And it got to where so many people were asking, I was like, this is insane. This could be like its own thing, right? And, right. and it was time consuming. And I was just, you know, paying it forward from the bottom of my heart, like trying to be genuine and help people like, Oh, cool. Let, yeah, of course. Absolutely. You know, pay it forward. What can I do to help you? What do you need? What contacts, what resources, what, how can I help? What, you know, people start asking about webinars. How do I do a webinar? How do I write a book? How do I, how do I create a website? How do I, what's a funnel? You know, all of these things. Um, and I was doing it all for free, just sharing my knowledge, but it got, so I was a mom of two at the time and I'm like, okay, my husband's like, hello, your family's over here, you know? <laughs> so I was working so much. I had, to, I had to slow it down or be able to manage it and monetize it. And actually, it's funny. I ended up selling the real estate business. Hmm. I grew up to a certain amount. Subprime market crash in 2008. Um, and then I ended up selling about a year after that. 
And then, so then I went full time into helping people consulting because I, I have more people asking, probably not more, but just as many as we're asking with the real estate stuff. And I gotcha. did it when I sold my business, I signed an offer for real estate. So I was like, okay, I'm going to consult people on being experts and monetizing their expertise and learning to speak and coach and consult and do courses and such. And here we are 12 years later. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So I want to pivot into the book publishing because I, I completely agree with you. I've heard this many times that it's just credibility, right? And it's especially for me personally, I know that writing a book and I haven't published that I've written it. I need to take it through edits, but you know, it's just putting something out there from you that your kids and, and all of them can read on top of the business and the credibility. It's just, I think everybody should do that. And it just to leave that legacy, something that, you know, when a, a movie director dies, his movies will live for generations. But I wanted to ask, because I know that, that I've struggled with this for a long time. Like when you're helping people, the thousands of people go from a doer to a teacher, how do you like help them overcome that negative self-talk in the very beginning? Like that, and I know you probably run into this, like nobody would pay me for that, or I'm not that good, or is what I'm good at something that anybody else would really want to learn? Like, what do you say to that? It's so true. And you know, that, and there's, there's a big thing built around that now called imposter syndrome. Everybody's like imposter syndrome. That's People right. feel like I'm not good enough or I can't do that. Or what do you think I should charge? And it's interesting because we have clients who, you know, we, we start at like 5k all the way up to hundred K and we have clients that have hundred K programs. But in the beginning, those are the same clients that were like, I can charge people would give me five grand for my knowledge, my expertise, right? And some people want to coach or consult. Some people don't want to talk to people all day. Some people just want to do it in a course. Some people just want to be paid to speak at different corporations in different places around the country. Everybody's back end looks different, but it's it's every single client. I don't care how successful they are. And we've had we have um, a, a client who's like an attorney, very very successful, you know, tens of millions of dollars a year wow. and being an attorney, they kind of like, yeah, I want to pivot. I want to do something different. I want to be an expert. I want to go, I want to travel and speak. I want to teach other lawyers how I got here, that sort of thing. But even people like that have this, like, really people will pay for that. They'll pay me for my knowledge. They'll pay that much. So it really is a, it's a confidence thing. And I, I yeah. you know, um, it's, it's kind of like meeting people where they are initially, because if you try to convince them that, yeah, you can sell them. Absolutely. You can have a $50,000 program or a $60,000 program, 5k a month for 12 months. They don't believe it. Right. So initially we're usually meet them in the middle and we say, we help them come up with an offer, uh, the messaging to translate their value to the world and then figure out who's the audience, who wants this product, who will listen. Right. So we have the offer, the messaging and the right audience and those three things align. That's where the magic happens. So once they see that, and then we typically start with pricing lower than what I think they're worth or what they could charge or what their value is, but it's something that they believe. It's kind of like losing weight, right? If, if you come in, you're like, I need to lose hundred pounds. People are like, oh God, I can't do this, right? But it's like, let's lose 10 pounds and we lose 10 pounds. And, you know, now I'm like, all right, this isn't so bad. I, I, now let's go for 20. It's the same type of thing. We kind of start at a place where they feel is reasonable, but it takes some pushing, a little coaching, you know, to kind of get them where I think they need to be, right? Where it's worth their time. Um, and then before you know it, you know, they get four or five points. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to raise my prices. <laughs> I'm going to go from five to 10K or 10 to 15K. And the yep. thing is, 
I mean, in a lot of people investing in yourself from the consumer side, someone investing in themselves for knowledge. It's like, it's like going to college, you spend, you know, a couple hundred grand to go to college these days, you know, investing in yourself is the best. I mean, there's no better investment. And to be able to shave years of time and money and, and heartache and, you know, failing off of your learning curve and to be able to learn how to do something from someone who's been there and done it 900 times, I'd pay any price for that, right? If it's something I want, it's going to net me this ROI, what does it cost? You know, or like relationship coaching, it's going to save my marriage. It's priceless, right? Things like that. So coaching, consulting, expertise, incredibly valuable and people will pay for it. It just takes a little bit, takes a few clients for someone to go, Absolutely. Well, you know, to your point, and I, as a consumer, you know, I've joined lots of $99, $37 a month and, you know, I never really got much results, but it was my fault. And my first time paying high ticket for anything, I just made a 10 times bigger commitment on my part. And so I got results. I got a lot of results. I was able to you had skin in the game, right? That's exactly it. They're like, okay, now I've invested five or ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars. I remember my first mastermind invested twenty-five grand. My husband was like, What are you thinking? What are you doing? You know what I mean? But that that resulted in a multi-million dollar business venture with one of those people in that mastermind that I met. So the networking, the belief in myself, the the how to, learning from other people how to do things, how to get there quicker, faster, better. It's priceless. And you're right. They invest more. The clients that invest more have more skin in the game and they get it done. We actually did a book publishing program in the beginning where it was really inexpensive, like, you know, like whatever, like a thousand dollars, just kind of like a little beta when we first getting started. And it's funny. It took everybody like hours to make minute rice, right? Get me your bio. Three weeks later, I get the bio. Get me your headshot. Six weeks later, I'm like, seriously? But right. when they paid 10 grand, it's like, okay, let's get this book done. Boom, 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 60 days. That's exactly <laughs> it. No, you're, you're absolutely right. So I want to pivot a little bit into book publishing um, because you, I mean, you're one of the biggest authorities in the country at that, helping people get that book out of them. Um, I am a huge fan of, you know, I interview people kind of not for a living, but as a pastime. And so like, and everybody that I've met, Everybody that I've interviewed has an incredible story, a credible journey. I'm at a point now where I, I primarily read autobiographies of like great people. And it's just, God, there's so much better for me than like how to books and you help people bring those stories out. So my first question is talk a little bit about your company, what your pu- book publishing company does. And when is the right time for someone to be thinking about like, I need to write a book and what, like, what do you tell them? Well, everybody's reason for writing a book is different. You know, we have people that come to us to talk about the legacy thing, right? I just want to wrap all of my experiences up for my kids, my family, my coworkers. I just want to leave like a legacy, right? It's kind of like a bucket list thing, right? Yep. You've got those people. And then you've got the people who are like, you know, want to monetize it, right? I believe I have something valuable I want to share with the world. I'm already getting paid for consulting or getting asked asked by people, hey, how did you do that? How did you do that? I'm doing it for free. How do I just write a book and share it with the world, right? And then have also, when you write a book, there's no geographical boundaries because the book can go global. We can sell it in all the countries. So that's kind of a cool thing. And then you have some people who are just like, yeah, I just have something inside of me and I want to pay it forward. I want to help the world and I want to change the world. And 
So anything that's going to help people pay it forward, right? So it kind of depends where they fall into. But but honestly, we, we like to kind of take all of those things, right? We want to write a book that's going to serve people, help people. Um, but you can monetize it, right? Mm-hmm. And some people aren't interested in the back end. They're not interested in consulting. They're not interested in coaching. They're not interested in speaking. So be it, right? I, I, to each his own. Um, but what, what they realize what's possible, you know, um, usually they're like, really? Like once they kind of get educated on the process, and then there are some people who think, oh, I'm going to quit my $50,000 a year job and I'm going to be rich off of book royalties. And it's like the book royalties are great, but that's not where you make the money. The no. money, if you're really looking to monetize it, the money is in the back end. And right. every single book we write has some sort of call to action. We drive people to a back end so that it helps the client get more leads. Um, it helps them have more impact, you know, that positive the impact, the global impact they're looking for, more influence, right? Some people are about whatever, wanting their name to be known. They want to be the go-to authority. Um, they want more credibility because when you do a book, you have the press release, you have all of this publicity, yeah. right? So it, it does bring attention to you and your name and what you do um, and who you are and what you're offering, you know? So um, right time, I mean, honestly, I think it's different for everybody, but if you're looking for more clients, more leads, um, more impact, uh, more influence for whatever reason um, you want to be want people to listen because even if you're like we have a lot of professional clients CPAs doctors lawyers who do mm-hmm. it just to be like if I'm going to pick this lawyer or this lawyer this guy's written a book on this subject yep probably you know people just assume that he's an expert because he's written a book and of course he is if you can write a book on something you're pretty much considered an expert and the one thing I will say is I think with timing a lot of people procrastinate and they procrastinate because they think that they've got to hunker down and go, you know, visit a cabin in North Dakota for six months and, and write, 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 write to get it all done. And actually, that's such a false thing. We actually, we record, we don't write books. We help our clients create a really detailed table of contents. And then we record, we interview them like this over the, over like a Zoom and we record the audio, we transcribe it, and then we do a developmental edit. So it's actually done in about just a few hours. It's not something that takes months and months and months. And we've published books in, in a week before, you know, um, that's not what we do. It's normally like a 60 to 90 day process, but I'm just saying, it's not what people think. Like, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. We're going to pull that out of you. We're going to create a detailed you know, table of contents and put things in order. And basically that's the hardest part is getting all their knowledge onto an outline on paper, kind of like a, like a dump, a brain dump and um, a brainstorming session and then putting it in order to where it makes sense when the reader's reading it and then we record and transcribe it. So timing is, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah. you know, when do, when, when do you want results? When do you want That's, the impact? When do you want the authority, ex- you know? Exactly. Now I had no idea. Like I didn't know that was the, you know, and it's funny too. I had JT McCormick on the podcast who owns, um, oh my God, Scribe, Scribe Media. And we never even got into this. Like I I didn't realize that that's the process because I'm going by what I read, which is like, and I was watching, I was reading this little bio on John Grisham and he's just like, you know, how do you make 50 million a year in book royalties? And how have you written like 60 best-selling books? And he's like 1.25 pages a day. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That, that's it. And so I didn't realize that, you know, that model has evolved to where anybody can write a book. There are companies out there. That's 
Well, and That's if you're fantastic. an expert in something, it's very easy for you to talk about it, right? Especially, and some people are like, what do I say and how do I say it? Much like if you were getting invited to speak somewhere or do a TED Talk. We look at every chapter like a TED Talk. Each chapter, mm. we title the chapters, we do the brain dump. So if I want to get from point A to point B, if I want to learn how to invest in real estate, this is where I start. I do all of these steps in between. This is where I end up, right? And so each chapter, think of it as a TED Talk. And we put bullets under each chapter title, right? And those yep. bullets are what we're going to talk about. Much like if you were giving a TED Talk, you would have slides. The slides wouldn't say everything you're going to say out loud. They would have prompters or, you know, and then once someone can look at that outline and be prompted, okay, here's what I'm going to talk about next and just talk, talk, talk. It's a way better book because the knowledge is flowing out of your head. You're not second guessing right. yourself. Because just like we talked about imposter syndrome, People will write and erase and delete and rewrite. Should I say it like this or should I say it like that? Maybe I should delete it. Maybe I should add it. It's like, ah, we get in our own way, right? But if you're just talking about it and I'm on the phone and I'm pulling it out of you, it's it's really hard for you to to get out of that, right? (laughs) It's going to come out. Yeah, that that's so true. Now, I I want to spend our our last few minutes talking about something that that I think is important to everybody listening. and it's, it's really just having you share your insight on why you believe that helping others solve their problems is a more fulfilling, better way to make money. And, and there's a reason that I want to have you share that. And it's, it's because, you know, many of us that have businesses, we serve customers, right? And that's fulfilling, you know, satisfying customers, but there's just, there's something different about helping people overcome their own problems Mm -hmm. that I feel like a lot of operators and people working in their business, they don't think about, and and it could lead to so much more than just money. It can lead to like real fulfillment because even Tony Robbins says it, right? Like the ultimate, like is growth and contribution. That's what creates a happy, happy life. Uh And, you know, I think a lot of people are doing the growing part, but the real contribution. So can you just talk a little bit about why you believe in working with all these clients, helping them get over that hurdle of becoming a doer into helping other people overcome like what it's like on the other end, seeing people. Sure. Well, the fulfillment, I I agree with you. I think that fulfillment and the satisfaction comes from I mean from from of course you have success but after you have success and you make you know x dollars whatever your goal is right then it's like okay now what right what what else can I do or how else can I do and some people aren't having massive success I mean that's not what they're cut out to do they're an expert but maybe that's not what they're they're not fully fulfilled they're making money they're in a job they're like this isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life right and some people don't realize that that's it. That's the missing component. They're searching, right? What is the missing component? But I feel like once you're truly fulfilled and have happiness and satisfaction and love what you do, you know, and what brings me satisfaction in this business that I, I think where my true happiness lies, because everybody thinks initially they're chasing the money, right? Yep. I'm 47. When I was 25, I, I was chasing the money. Okay. I was, I did it. I was like million dollars, million dollars. That was like $10 million, $10 million. You know what I mean? That's what I did. But, you know, it, it wasn't the money. Now that I'm 47, I can look back and go, it wasn't the money I was after. And I've seen so many clients have this epiphany. It was the location independence and the time freedom to do with my time as I chose. We all love our families, our friends. The, the money brings location independence. I can work from anywhere. COVID has proven we can all work from anywhere, 
right? The Google, Facebook, Twitter, all those employees of those huge, massive companies work from home for the last year, right? We've all proven to ourselves it can be done. But now people are, don't, don't want to go back. Why would you want to go back when you can sit right. in your home office and have coffee in your, have your coffee in your PJs? You know, that's the beautiful thing. Like my home, my kids are home homeschooling this week. I'm home with my kids. I can go to their, their games. I never miss a game. I never miss an event. I can work when I want, work when I don't want. I can run to Starbucks real fast. I can do anything I want. So I feel like the time and location dependence yeah. is really what brings the, the happiness because the happiness is doing what you want when you want, spending time with your kids. Nobody wants to miss their kids' games because they have to work till seven o'clock or you know, you have to go out of town and travel and be away from their family every week. Nobody wants that. We do it as a means to an end. You know, to make money so we can provide for our families. But once we've provided for our families, wouldn't it be nice if we can work from home? Absolutely. So again, I feel like time freedom, lifestyle. You know, you build your business around your lifestyle versus building your lifestyle around your business, right? And I feel like that's where the true happiness comes in. And so if people can do that and you're really happy in doing that and giving back and showing other people how to do that, because many times these professionals or experts. Some of them are looking to make more money. Yeah. Some of them just want a change. They're like, I, I'm burned out. I hate what I do. I want to do something different. What can I do, right? I've got all this knowledge. I've been an HR exec for 20 years, but where else can I go besides a nine to five job? They don't even know what's possible, you know? But I really feel like once they're introduced to that, um, it's kind of like paying it forward. Showing somebody that is like, oh, you know? I can write a book, I can train, I can make a course, I can... You know, that's really, I feel like that's the, that's the bottom line is the location independence, the time freedom, um, the lifestyle, you know, that this, that this affords us, you know, and the money, the money's great too. Totally. Yeah. You said something earlier that was unbelievable. You're, you're 47. I what? am. I am. I, wow. I have three kids, you know, and you know, that's the other thing I will say when I'm talking about legacy. I have a 20 year old, a 17 year old, an 11 year old. They built a six figure business. They're kids. They live at home. They're kids, one in high school, one in elementary or middle school, and one in college, just starting college. And they're, they've got a six-figure business. I'm teaching them to do webinars. I'm teaching them. I mean, they're kids. I'm like, man, if I only knew what you knew now. Oh. <laughs> I knew what I knew now when I was 17. But my parents were entrepreneurs, you know? I didn't know. Man, I would love to have you on another podcast episode to just to talk about that. That's, that's incredible. So awesome. for everyone listening, we've talked a lot about book publishing, monetizing, why the fulfillment, the benefits, what's the first steps? Like where, what does someone start to do? Do they join a program? Do they write a book? Do they start digesting free content? Like what, where would you start knowing what you know now, if you had to start all over again and you wanted to get where you are now? Well, I think doing a brain dump initially of, of all the things you could offer, right? What are the things I could teach someone? And everybody thinks when I ask people that question, they're like, oh God, I don't, I don't have any skills. I don't know. It's like, yes, you do. You know, you've had jobs before. You spent your time doing something. What is it? Maybe you're a good photographer. You know what I mean? Who knows? Or maybe you're a good graphic artist. Or maybe, maybe you're a lawyer, doctor, or CPA. Maybe, you know, maybe you've been a business owner. Um, but, you know, you've had a lot of people ask me, how do I set up an LLC? How do I, how do I set up my phone number? How do, when I call, do you hear that voicemail to forward to people's extent? And they ask me like really silly, they're not silly questions, they're just a silly question, but they ask really like simple questions. And I'm like, interesting, people don't know, you know? 
So even if you have a business, you learn to do all of those things. So teaching other people how to do that, teaching other people how to be a successful whatever owner or how to, and sometimes it's not that. Other, maybe you have an amazing marriage. I have a, a client who is a, she's been divorced seven times and now she's been married for 30 years. And I'm like, you think she knows a thing or two about marriage? Getting divorced seven times? <laughs> wow. But now being married for like 30 something years, she she figured it out, right? So who do you want talking to you about relationships? Somebody who's got a degree in it or somebody who's been there and done it, you know? Things like that. Like, she's like, well, what could I teach people? I'm like, girl, you know, she's been there and done it. She's seen it all. So things like that so i think brainstorming initially to figure out wh what it what it is putting those kind of ideas on paper all the things you could talk about in a book right no specific order just when it comes to mind writing it down doing a brain dump um and then kind of putting them in the order they, they will go and then you have a very loose messy table of contents normally when someone comes to us we either help them create that or we help them kind of finalize it pull it together and then it's literally a matter of recording that content over a program like this, like Zoom or, or Loom mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever they want to do. We transcribe it, we edit it um, developmentally and then punctuation, grammar, spelling. We create an, an amazing cover and then we publish it. And there's so many platforms now like Kobu, Barnes & Noble, Amazon. You know, there's so many platforms and there's so much possibility to get that book worldwide, right? The biggest thing I would say too is what's the call to action gonna be? right? Think about what's your call to action. If I write this book, what at the end of it, like at the beginning, if you read this book, I'm going to teach you what's the outcome transformation or out or result they're going to get, right? So you need to think about that, whether it's you're going to drive them to you speaking, you're going to consult, you're going to coach, you want them to call your law firm, you want them to call your CPA firm, whatever it is, right? There needs to be some sort of call to action because people want to be told, wow, that was a great book. That's right. Now no what? Right? So I think those are the most important things with getting started because once somebody has that or they've kind of gone through that exercise, then they kind of feel like they have the confidence to move forward and have someone, you know, guide them through the other steps of the process, right? Um, or you hire someone to help you get there faster and easier and that sort of thing. But um, many people self-publish too. You know, it's, right. the, the world is your oyster, right? The possibilities are endless. So you just got to do it. You just need to take the first step. I, I love that. Well, yeah. Chris, I, I truly appreciate you giving your energy, your wisdom, your knowledge uh, into this interview. I know a lot of sure. people are going to get a lot out of it. Um, my final question is, is for everybody listening that just really appreciates your message, wants to connect with you, wants to follow your content. Um, what's the best place for people to do that? Where do they go? Sure. Well, we actually, just like everybody and just what we teach our clients to do, we help them do. We, we send people to a free training that we created. It's about 25 minutes long, so it's not long, um, at GameChangerPress.com. So www.GameChangerPress.com. It's a short 25-minute webinar. Um, there's nothing for sale on that webinar. Um, if you listen to that and go, hmm, this kind of makes sense to me or I'd like to learn more, we book a call. Um, and just being honest, I know a lot of people book calls and they get them on these calls and try to sell them things. Honestly, we have, we turn away more people than we can actually publish because if someone wants to publish a, a like a, um, a kid's poetry book, right? That's not really what we do. Yep, um, yep. We, we do books more that are more nonfiction, more kind of like a how-to or knowledge, more in the business realm. 
So, um, but we talk about where they are, where they're looking to go, and we map out a plan to get them there. And if we can't help, we say, hey, you know what? Here's a publishing company that does exactly what you're looking for. Here are the resources I know that can help you. You know, I had a lady call the other day, just wanted to know how to do, she's like, how do I do an audio book on my own? I'm like, go here, here, and here, do this, this, and this. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. So, I mean, there's just, if we can share or help you, um, we're going to do that because we want people, I feel like people do have, everybody has a message in them. You know, they have value. We all have value in some way, shape, or form. Um, God gave all of us skills, right? We all have skills. Right. We have value. Right. Um, and it's just a matter of bringing that to the world. And um, and a lot of times people, I think, are surprised that people, wow, people like it. People love what I have to say. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you need to write a book on how to get to your Instagram to 100,000 followers. <laughs> I, uh, I saw that. I was like, dang, Chris, go. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely well that comes you know to like the, the impact the in, again right. impact, influence all of those things help to your credibility as you grow yeah. um as you build your business um and that's all part of it right but it's um yeah there's a lot there's a lot that comes into this book and, and for me it's not really about the i don't care how many followers i don't care that's not my thing yeah. but i do love to empower people i love to help people i love to serve people and it's fun to see people win you know, right. I, I, many people have poured into me in my life and helped me win and helped me get where I am. So it's fun to give. It's that whole feeling we were talking about earlier. It just feels good to help other people um, awesome. get where they want to go in life, you know? Absolutely. Well, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. I really, yeah. really appreciate it. And uh, I know everybody's going to really enjoy this interview. I can't wait to publish it. And hopefully we can have you on one day in the future to talk about kids and how they can grow six-figure businesses before college. That would be a great episode. So thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. I enjoyed it so much. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you.